Hello everyone and welcome to Dark Fire Tavern, where heroes meet, episode 3. I'm JF, better known as Darth Frog, and with me as usual is Prabhu, best known as Narakesari. How you doing, buddy? Hey dude, all going well, all good. That's awesome. So today, our show is mainly going to be for the newer players. But before we get into that, we got a few things that we wanted to discuss. And I'm hearing that Prabhu's got some news for me. So I'm going to give the floor to him and see what happens. Cool. So I was chatting to Oscar today and the dev team on the player council. Mm -hmm. And I've just been notified that global launch is in two days time. So Thursday, we get global launch. Nice. Yeah, so uh, the team's super stoked. I mean, I can just imagine they're running around like headless chickens at the moment, making sure everything's in place. I was speaking to Oscar and the baby's getting released to the world, right? From our side, it's just like this whole influx of players is going to be amazing. So, it's going to be- sorry, how much is there left for the global launch? Because I know they've been releasing to a few places here and there throughout time. So how much more is there left? Like, how much? what are we looking at? No, so basically because the event comes out on the Friday. So it's just making sure that everything's done set. From a technical aspect, I guess they're making sure that they can scale according to the number of new players coming in. They'll be able to adapt that. I mean, the cool thing is, because everything's cloud-based, scalability is just really easy. I've no doubt around that. Everything's already in place, so everything's looking pretty good. It's just tenterhooks because you want everything to be as smooth and as clean as possible, right? Yeah, no, that's awesome. Because the main patch came out last week, right? Which actually prepared us for a global launch. So everything is already in place and everything's there. And talking about that, that's part of the reason when they release Souls, right? And we've had a week of Souls. What are your thoughts about that now? Uh, I really like it. I'm not sure about the Souls themselves, like the what you're getting. I've seen some quite powerful ones, and I can't wait to get my hands on them. I think they're red. I've only gotten the orange ones and the green ones so far, and they're pretty lackluster. So I've been releasing them just to make room for new ones to bring in. I think my best one was a defensive one for 426 base health. Uh, not health, but uh, defense. So I'm like, well, okay, I can throw that on, uh, say, Mala, who's got no defense, and all of a sudden she's a tank. I kind of like it. I might grab that one for a little bit once it uh, fills up. But other than that, I haven't been super impressed by the souls, but the deeper dungeons itself, I'm loving that. What I've done is there's a couple that I've kept. I think one of them is one of the ones that you mentioned with around the 400 defense. Okay. And I picked that up for an hour. Then the other one that I picked up was the plus 36% damage. Yeah, that one's awesome. Now, yeah, so that's a red one. And it's plus 36% damage. And it has a secondary buff, which was health, I think, on mine. I know some of the other players have gotten it with just a primary stat, no secondary stat. But theirs is boosted to 44% damage. Oh, I saw the I mean, 43. I didn't see the 44. Oh, it was, was a 43. My mistake then, yeah. So you have that out there. So And that one I boosted for 12 hours. Yeah, so no, definitely. I'll, that's good. Yeah, so basically I'll, I'll have that for 12 hours, so I can definitely maximize the use out of that one. But all the other souls, I've, I've just said, nice to meet you. See you later. Bye. Yeah, it's almost sad that it's only 50 points that it gives you for the next tier. Uh, I'm tempted to spend the gems just to be able to kind of push into the next um, into the next level. But it, it's just not worth it. The orange ones and the the green ones just don't seem that good unless it's just a single stat. Then it's pretty decent. So we'll, we'll see. But overall, I think it was a really cool ad. We'll see where it goes. But overall, I'm I'm impressed at this point. Yeah, definitely. 
in that same patch, we got some fixes to some of the heroes, right? Yes. I think the three heroes affected were Nina, Well, you, first Renzo. tell about the patch, like what the fix was. Ah, okay, yeah. So basically, you had three heroes who don't have a limit on their range. So what happens is that we were all using them and we were like, wow, this range is super awesome. We all got used to it because we had it for about a year. But then the devs picked up on, on this and be like, okay, well, this isn't performing the way it should be. So they brought it back to his expected range, right? So the three heroes affected were Nina, Lorenzo, and Raul. And it feels like a nerf, but it's really a fix. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that when you're playing with all the other heroes and when you use them in synergy with them, then you realize, okay, this is a fix, right? Because everything's at the same range. If you think because we've had access to them in their previous form for so long, it's more a matter of us getting used to it. Yeah, and the one is um, you call her Nina, I call her Niana. I'm North American, so I'll I'll go with Niana. Is, uh, she's the one I'm noticing the most because going into race, a lot of times when you're using her, I'll just drag it because I know I, I set her up so that she uh, she's got a bit of crit. So, she, you know, she's going to kill somebody. Her charge is going to go up. She's the first one I drag up and I pick the guys that I want to uh, to kill. But now it's like I can't reach the bigger guy that's at the top of the screen. And I feel like, is she worth it now? Because she was so good at getting that first shot right off the bat or getting them from far away. And it feels like a nerf. But I know it's a fix, but it's it, yeah, it's almost so, a feel bad, I mean, right? Yeah, but on that, I mean, I picked it up on yesterday's map and the map that got released this afternoon as well. And initially I struggled with it, but I still kept it in my team because one of the main things I use it for is to kill the golems. Because I'll use it once at the start. Sometimes I'll use it before the first tower, but typically I don't. I just let it auto uh, attack. Right. And if any time anybody drops golems, her ability... Because it charges up fast, it's always available for me to just use there. And it insta-kills golems, which is just a massive time save. Rather than having your whole team backtrack or certain players backtrack, they're instantly dead and you just carry on as normal as if nothing happened. And I think that's where she still has or adds a lot of value because the rest of the team is basically melee heroes. So you're going to have them have to track back a lot further to clear those minions out. Okay, so now you're not using her as an AOE for going forward. You're using her more as a let's not backtrack hero. Yeah, so I mean, I use her straight off the bat, but after that, I'll use her uh, as uh, to clean up golems. And then after the first tower, there's typically an easy mob there or an easy couple of mobs, and then I'll use her then. But then she normally charges up straight away again, straight after that. So I still have her available. Yeah, I just find now she's a liability for those who like to do the split. Although now with Mykonid, it's not as prevalent. But I always mm -hmm. found that she she stays way back and she can always be split by herself. And then uh, for those who don't know what the split is, they keep Nienna back or one of your heroes back and everybody else is up front and nobody can use their abilities because you can't see them. It's not a fun way to lose. Uh, the game but those who can split well kudos to you guys because that's a really good strategy because i uh, i have a hard time doing it myself like i have i have a hard time doing the split and getting out of the split is so hard sometimes yeah i mean that strategy it's you either get it right or you fail badly <laughs> yeah there's no two ways about it and if you fail badly then you almost end up losing the race because your focus is on the split so much so yeah all right, well, moving on to our main topic, which we wanted to do uh, for the new players now, even more so with the uh, global launch having a date and 
so many more players are going to be coming in is uh, just a quick guide to what new players should look out for, some of the resources that are out there and things that they should be aware of. So what what should they be looking for, say, resource wise, like where where can they look and where can they find the information that they're looking for? First thing I would say is on the in the game itself, on the chat screen. So once they join a clan, which is around level three or four, I think that at the bottom of the there should be a discord button. But you can also go into the settings and there should be a discord button in there as well. And that's the first place I think they should do is to join the main Discord because there's a ton of info out there. Definitely. I mean, from the Discord itself, they have access to the wiki and you also have access to the tier list from the top three clans, right? So you got Diablo, you got Assassins and Legends only. So you got the top three clans that each have their own tier list. Which and they have their own Discord them. as well. They're all on their yeah. Discord. Like the, the tier lists are all on their Discords. So join them. There are tons of info on all of those uh, Discords. Yeah. Um, do you have the link for the wiki? Yeah. So the um, the website is uh, darkfire-heroes.fandom.com. And that will take you to the uh, the main wiki for Darkfire Heroes. That's an amazing resource. And on top of that, we've also launched the new player info on our Discord as well, which has all of the tips and tricks we'll be discussing in this podcast and more strategies and it's just a general guide that every new player should definitely have a look at definitely it's not a lot it's again it's for beginners right so the the last thing you want to do as a as a new player in a game like this because there is a lot uh it looks at first to be very simple game with simple mechanics and stuff like that but there's so much information and i think you need to start as a new player is just focus on a few little things so getting the information of the wiki of the tier list and stuff like that and the tier lists are really important because you're looking at your core heroes so as the game progresses you're going to keep unlocking all these heroes and they unlock really fast as you progress through your player level which is something we're going to touch in in a second but you have to focus on specific heroes it doesn't have to be the heroes that everybody tells you about. If you like a certain hero and you want to go with them, go with them. But you can't start to leveling up every single hero and rushing your player level higher to unlock more heroes, dilute your hero pool and getting less cards for the ones that you want and the core. And now all of a sudden you're, you're becoming a weaker player going around that way. So I think the focus of having the tier lists out there to help guide you in what heroes you want to focus on again tier lists are always somebody's idea of who the best uh, heroes are it doesn't mean that they're the best for you but use that as a guide to help you get those heroes and just focus on those yeah because i mean if you look at it one of the main difficulties that players will have is is that all these heroes look amazing. They're all appealing in a specific way. You have essence to worry about, right? Because if you level up all over the place, you're not going to have the essence to level up the skills of the heroes that you want to use. And if you just pick up just the core heroes, you'll have more than enough to take them. And these heroes will pretty much cover you for 90% of the game. And that's what I think is key. You can play around and you'll have all these other heroes that you can use. But essence is such a gate people as such that you definitely want to maximize your returns on that yeah and also by leveling up all your heroes you're leveling up your player level so what happens in that is there are certain tiers as well from level one to level 15 you're an intermediate 
level 16 to 25, you're advanced, 26 plus, you're expert. You want to be able to navigate those jumps as you go. As you level up as a player, your chests and whatnot will give you a few more of the higher rarity cards. So there's a plus in moving along. But if you move too fast, what happens is that you end up not being able to compete when it comes to events and leaderboards that have the, the split leaderboard ranks, which is really where it all stems. And if you level up too fast and your player level is too high, you just won't compete. You won't get any of the payouts from finishing at a better level because you'll be competing with people that have much higher powered teams than you do. Just take your time, keep your core, move slowly, have a plan on how you're going to level your player. Yeah, and I think it's important to realize that while you can hit, say, level 30 within a week, you'll, you will be competing against players that have been around for a few months or longer, right? And while it's fun, if you're not worried about the rewards or the leaderboards, etc., go ahead, enjoy yourself, level up the heroes, just be careful with the essence. And as you mentioned, the tiers that are there, those only affect the leaderboards for the events themselves. PvP uses an ELO system on which those tiers are taken into account, so you don't need to worry about any of that. So I think that's that's cool. You won't be losing out too much if you decide to just enjoy the game, be really casual about it, and splurge wherever you want. Yeah, and I remember when I came up, there was no tiers, right? There was no uh, specific tiers, so we just kind of like leveled as we went. And I remember when I started to uh, to talk with uh, Genzik, he was animate about staying as low level player level as possible. And that was to not unlock cards, right? And to be able to not dilute his pool. And in doing that, he unlocked Jargon, who was the last uh, hero released him and Lynx in the last tournament before the shutdown. And he didn't unlock any other epic heroes. So when he was unlocking, opening up chests and having uh, epic drops, they were like almost all jargon. So he was able to level that guy up a lot faster. And mine, I was diluted. I was just like, oh, this hero looks cool. Let's put some coins into him and level him up. And oh, this hero looks cool. Let's do that. And I just, you know, I was at level 30, which was the cap at the time. I was level 30. I think he was at level 23. We both started at the same time, but he was able to to have his core so much stronger than mine and me as a level 30. His team was stronger than mine and he was seven levels lower because he was able to not dilute his hero pool, which I did because I'm like, hey, YOLO, I I love all these guys. I'm going (laughs) to I'm going to level up. And uh, so he had a plan. I didn't. And his account became a lot stronger at a lower level than mine was. So had we been in tiers, he he would have been so much stronger than me, even more so at that point. Right. So I, I think it's take your time, have a plan. Yeah. So there's a few things that every player should know as well. Right. And that is when you decide to level up your energy, which is capped at probably 15 as a new player. If you're on 14 energy and you decide to go to the next level, you will just go to 15. So try to use up as much energy as you can so that you don't waste it. And the best way to use energy is during the week, farm those elemental dungeons as much as you can, because that's going to give you the essence that you're going to need and the PvP, right? So for me, PvP is awesome. So there's two modes, which is race and castle. And 
just a ladder you get from once, which goes to 4,000 trophies. It gives you just over 8,000 gems worth of rewards, which I think, I mean, whether you're a new player or an old player, it's massive. 8,000 gems, I'm in the UK, so it cost me 49 quid, right? So dollars, you're looking at probably around $60, US dollars. So I, I mean, know. I'm in Canada, a, so it's way more than that. <laughs> you guys pay maple syrup. <laughs> yeah, we win because of that. <laughs> So but yeah, no, it's, it's true though. It's true. They, like there's so much value in, in that track. I think there's a lot of players that just don't, and I don't understand. And if you're not doing that, you're also not getting keys. Uh, and it gives you, I mean, the, the rewards of the key chests are kind of lame, to be honest. Uh, it's just mostly commons, but what you do get from that is the, uh, the gear shards to level up your gear. And it's one of the most valuable resources that you can get. After Essence, the gear shards is so important. And if you're not getting those keys, you'll get about 100 or so from the morning. You know, when you log in the first time and you open up those little boxes, you'll get 100. But during the day, they you they also drop 200. So that's another two chests that you're getting for just playing some PvP. So and it takes about five. I, was, I think I counted one time. It's like if you do uh, eight races and you win five of them, you've cleaned out your 200 keys during a day. That's all you need to do. That's it's not a lot. So get used to it. Just play it. And in getting your keys, just doing that, like do one on a d- daily You'll climb slowly up that ladder. You may not get to 4,000 if you don't play a lot, and that's okay. But join a clan. Get some tips and tricks on how to properly run your race or your castle or whatnot. Post your games in chat. Post your loadouts. Get people who know the game to, to help you out. There are so many good people in this community and so many good clans that are willing to help their players and to get better. So, I mean, that to me is the most important thing is find a clan. And the information will flow from them as well. I mean, talking about clans, you get a clan chest as well from PvP, right? I mean, those rewards are massive. I mean, you they, they are pretty much the equivalent to a legendary chest, but without the epic gear. So that's 2,000 gems, right? And that's weekly. Yeah, that's pretty good. So, I mean, there's a ton of free stuff in the game. And if you want to be a free-to-play player, this game is definitely viable for you. I mean, there's tons of stuff in it that you, you don't even have to worry about. Yeah. And I think that's a question. That's a valid statement you make about the free-to-play because a lot of people come into a game and say, is this a pay-to-win game? Is this a, can you do free to play? It depends how you enjoy the game. If you just want to enjoy the game and not worry about uh, being high placement or whatever, which you can, the events are really fun. The the campaigns are super fun. And there's now 921 levels um, that you can do. So there's 307 total, but there's a normal, a hard and an expert level. So that's a ton of gameplay for just campaigns. You will get stuck at some point. That's where the PvP comes in to be able to uh, to offset that. There's the dungeons. Now there's deeper dungeons. There's so much to enjoy from it. And you can enjoy it as a free-to-play player. Now, free-to-play, you're going to take a long time to get some gems so that you can go and get yourself the, the gear that's needed. But you can do something. You can compete. You won't get at the highest level but it's still fun so is it a good game for free to play yes because it's fun 
it, it is fun at that level. You don't feel like you're going to hit a wall and you're just destroyed all the time because you're not paying. And it's like, oh, if I don't pay, I can't continue to play. So yes, it's a good game. You don't want to spend money on it. Give it a go. Log in a few times a day. Get your keys and move on, right? I think it's a good game for free to play. Yeah, no, definitely. And if you do decide to support the game and you want to spend something, the best value for the game is the monthly uh, gems that you get, right? So there's two options. One's a lower one and the more expensive one. I typically get both of them. And you get gems daily. It's the best value in the game. And By a long shot. Like, by a very long shot. And I hope that they never change that. Because it does give you the people that want to put just a little bit of money into it and say, I'm only spending $20 a month on this. That is just the perfect value. And you don't mind seeing those other daily deals coming in. Yeah, but that's the thing is that there's a $20 one, but there's also the $5 one as well, right? Or the $7 one. So even if you're... Or you're like, you know what, let's just put this in. Let me try it out once for a month and see what it's like. You chuck the $7 in and that's it. You're done. You sort it out. And it just adds so much more value to your game as well. Yeah, that is great value. And I think really as a new player, that's pretty much all. You just look for the information. It's out there. There's not a lot. It's a new game. I mean, global launch is just happening as this podcast is dropping. It will get better. There's a ton of knowledge in the Discord from the people that have been playing for a long time. And have fun. Right. So talking about new players, I mean, one place that can definitely get value is from the gold chest giveaways that we're doing, right? The Dark team. Yep, the Dark team have sponsored us eight gold chests, which we'll be giving away. Uh, we will be giving away a gold chest every week, and the results from the first one should have dropped already. So, Doc, I'm going to hand over to you on how do you become eligible to take part for the draw for the second chest? Right. But before we get into that, I just want to redirect you to our YouTube channel. If you go to YouTube, just search uh, Dark Fire Taverns. We only have a single video up there, and it's me doing the draw for the actual winner of the first gold chest giveaway. I will tell you who won in here right now in a couple seconds. But if you wanted to see the video first, be surprised a little. Put this on pause. Go check out the video. Come back. Okay. Is everybody back? Awesome. So the very first winner is Last Garrison. Congratulations to you. And all we're going to ask of you is to email us one more time with your uh, player ID, which can be found in the settings option. If you have any issues finding it, just give us uh, an email and we'll help you out. That's really awesome. Congrats. We really love to be able to take part in this and to give something back to the community. And with that, Dot, I'm going to hand over back to you to tell us how can you take part in the second draw. So for the second draw, for the second gold chest giveaway, uh, what we're going to ask is for people to just send us some questions or some suggestions. So email at uh, darkfiretavern at gmail.com and just a question that you would like for us to answer on the podcast or a suggestion on what you'd like us to talk about or even like, hey, you guys should do this or should do that. So just anything or even just a comment saying, hey, guys, uh, just want to say hi and just email us. You're in the draw right? Whether we take your suggestions, your comment or whatever, you're you're just automatically in. If you even just drop us a hello, just uh, drop in an email to uh, get in entered into the uh, contest. And then that's, uh, that's it. 
for the second one. And then we'll we'll figure something out. If you've got a suggestion on how to handle uh, one of these gold chest giveaways, feel free to give us a suggestion. We are totally open to it. Yep. And please don't forget to add in your employer name as well. Yes, thank you. There was a couple of that didn't do that last time. Do please give us your in-game name so that we know who it's coming from and we can uh, give a shout out for um, for the winner and stuff like that uh, without giving out your real name. So, guess what time it is? It's time for Last Call. I'm going to take this one. I just want to give a big shout out to all the other content creators on the game. We got Stormy, Baron Blackbird, and Todd. You guys just joined recently. You guys are putting out great content all the time, helping the community. So, big shout out to you guys. Thanks a lot for this. And take it easy, guys. Dot, I'm out of here. All right. <laughs> Have a good one, Prabs. And everybody you else. Too, and everybody else. Have a good night.